2: We're back here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3. The fan got an hour left before we turn things over to the G-Bag Nation, who, by the way, is going to be out at Shell Shack tomorrow, I believe. They're going to be rocking at Shell Shack, and that is a fantastic place to eat, Not Mike. the gas station. Uh, not the get ga- No, th- not the Shell. No, that's, uh, that is a different place. Uh, they have a, a new place opening uh, off of Abrams Road in Creekside Shopping Center. Uh, so, you want to hang out with the G-Bag what Nation. What city is that? Uh, Lake Highlands. It's like East da- Easter Dallas. Northeast Dallas. Northeast Dallas okay. is kind of where Lake Highlands is. So, I'm going to have to look on Abrams Road exactly where that is. I
4: think I know. Home of the 6A basketball state champs.
2: I think that's the uh, next to the target. Uh, if I am, right. I might be right about that. We'll, I'll, I'll make sure. I'll give it a drive-by uh, in the next couple of days. Not the same drive-by as Sean Kemp. Different kind. Uh, but definitely, a- Sean Kemp
4: not in the drive-by.
2: He he wasn't. Okay, all right. Well, that's good. Well,
4: he I think he's protecting himself. I, I don't know. All right. But well, I think he's gonna be good. That's good. That's great to hear. I don't know if you didn't hear the information, but the the story was wrong. It was it was presented wrong, I believe, to the so what this we. This is had great
2: news. Was not right. Okay, this is great news because we were trying to get uh Sean Kemp for Kevin's retirement party, uh, and because Dirk got Sean Kemp. And we were like, how much would it cost to get Sean Kemp to hang out with Kevin? And then that news broke, and we were a little concerned about it. Uh, The Bills have agreed to terms with Connor McGovern, a three-year, $23 million deal. Uh, The former third-round pick of the Cowboys is now going to Buffalo. And that's, that's tough. You weren't expecting him to be your starting left guard. I think the Cowboys are probably looking at this saying, hey, we can draft another. We have some options out on the outside. And, you know, Tyler Smith can still be our left guard. You weren't planning on keeping Connor McGovern around for that long. But he is now heading to the Bills. That's going to be better offensive line up there for them. Uh, that's probably a lot more than the Cowboys were even close to being willing to sign him for. So there yeah. you go for more free agency information.
4: So where does that put the Cowboys offensive line as of today? If you said the starting offensive line for the 2023 Dallas Cowboys is?
2: Terrence Steele on the right. You think uh, he'll be healthy enough? I, th- I mean, he they're saying he's on schedule right. uh, to be ready for summer. All right. I think you're right, guard. Man, this is questionable. Probably Zach Martin. Okay. just I mean, just throwing that out there. I don't well, know, know if anybody- structured he his deal, so he's, yeah. he's good. Oh, okay, he's going to be here for a minute. Uh at center, you got Tyler Badass or Biotic, whichever way you want to look at it. He was doing a pretty good job this season. And this will
4: be the last year on his contract?
2: Yeah, and right. then I think you're probably – this is probably what's happening. Tyler Smith at left guard, Tyron at left tackle on paper.
4: What do you do in week three when Tyron's hurt for six you're weeks? You're
2: presuming he's making it to week three, Mike. I'm just wanting to get through training okay. camp first, all right? All right, now let's play this game. For half
4: the season, Tyler Smith – I mean, sorry, Tyron Smith will not be on – on your team because they'll be hurt. Yeah. So you're popping Smith out to tackle?
2: Uh unless well it kind of depends this deciding on, you know, Jason Peters, if that's still anything that connect is a connection. Uh and obviously what you're going to try to do in the draft matters significantly. So wherever the Cowboys land there. But I wouldn't say that they're going and signing a starting left tackle or a starting left guard to replace those guys. I think they're looking at paper and saying, this is going to work just fine for right now. Now they also do have some backup options that have done nothing yet. You know, they had a a tackle that had a shoulder injury that he was dealing with. Ball still isn't good enough yet. Uh, So they're probably going to give those guys as much opportunity as they can. But I'd say that that's what it looks like on paper. And I don't have a backup plan yet. But I bet we could get Do Broadus you, and Wolchuk to show us their backup plan for guard or left tackle. Well,
4: and that's what I was wondering is, after you answer that question, my next one would be how likely is it the Cowboys in the third or fourth round take a guard?
2: I, I mean, I would say significantly. Yeah, likely.
4: I would say I'm not saying first round, probably not. Second round, if one falls that they're in love with, I get it. But I bet third or fourth round they take a And I wonder if they want them to be able to play center too because if you lose Biotic, because think about right now, You're going to play Smith, Uh Tyler. I should just say his first name. You're going to play him at guard, but he's your future tackle. You know that he's, and he's going to probably have to play tackle some because Tyron Smith's going to miss at least half the season. And you look at Biotic, who's going to be a free agent. And you look at Martin, who Martin looks like he has all the signs in the world of playing the next two to three years. But you're looking at him and going, well, he's not like on a 10-year contract. He's not 23 years old. so. You start looking at it and go, guys, do we want to, if this draft doesn't work out well, do we really want to go into the next year with our guard popping out to tackle, our center leaving in free agency, and then having guard and center, we have to go pick up two rookies to play those positions?
2: I I think that, they're, that that's kind of, you're right, Mike. When you said, can this guy that they want to replace at guard, if he could play center, would that be appealing to the Cowboys? They salivated so much that they had to change shirts, because when you say position flex around this team, Mike, there's nothing Jerry Jones loves to hear more yeah. than, hold on, that guy can play four positions on the offensive line? Let's take him right now. Are you are you
4: upset that ESPN is covering the women's uh, regional more than the free agency. Right I now.
2: am trying to find World Baseball Classic stuff, actually, because oh, somebody some- just texted in and said that Soto just went deep. Uh, and Soto was supposed to, I believe he was supposed to play, or not supposed to play, and then they were like, hey, let's go ahead and get him in there. Career- Whoa. Um, the Dominican Republic is up 5 to nothing right now, and Soto is 2-3 for three with an RBI and a walk. And that is true. He also did hit himself a home run. So, kind of keeping an eye on what's going on in the World Baseball Classic, especially since Korea beat China 22 to 2. That's just rude at that point. Like, come on. You get up 20 to 2, you're like, let's just lay off just a little bit. But I guess you can't stop swinging at the pitches, you have to keep swinging at them. All right, I got a problem. I don't think we get that
4: channel. I was trying to check FS2, there. I believe. It's yeah, because we yeah. get only FS1. Same thing at my house. If it's on the the deuce, I'm not getting the deuce.
2: I have a little bit of a problem. And I don't know if everybody is on the same page with me. 877-881-1053. If you have kids or whatever, are you the house where everybody spends the night? Or are you the house where you send your kids to somebody else's house for the spend the nights, as Mike likes to call them? Thank you. Because Mike... I am becoming the house over the weekend. Lucy Carter and Avery all had some. My Carter, not your car, not this Carter, all had somebody spend the night. And Avery at one point had two of his friends over, so I had I had four extra kids in my house this weekend. And while I think it's great for my kids to have friends, I also understand a couple things. One, those kids like to eat food. And they like to eat your food and they will pocket it. And I watch one of them stick a Rice Krispie treat in his pocket, try to walk out of my house. They also, you have to be responsible for them. So I can't just like ignore these children. I can, I guess, let them run amuck in the living room, but one of them's, I mean, they're 15. And like, if I they might sneak out of the house. So I gotta keep an eye on that now. So I I don't know if I like being responsible and for that many kids and i'm trying to figure out how do i not become the house where everybody wants to spend the night can i not be the house where we're like you know what i'm sending my kids away are you like but this? you got
4: i know it's my house as a kid was kind of the spend the night house mine
2: was too growing up my parents were constantly restocking our uh, our pantry
4: and i enjoyed it um you do have a swimming pool now in your Plano estate. Yes, my, so, on our
2: grounds. That's true. Now,
4: the swimming pool doesn't matter right now unless you're going to spend thousands of bucks to heat it up. And I don't do you have a pool? we have a
2: heater. If For anybody the, can help me fix it, they said it was good whenever we like bought the house, but I haven't been able to turn so it on. So It doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it. I, I don't know how to turn it on. So that's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out.
4: That much pool. I, I wonder how much money it costs on average to heat a whole pool it up. It takes
2: three days to get the pool heated up. So Oh, really? <laughs> it takes three hours to get the hot tub heated up and three days to get the whole pool Dang. heated.
4: Okay. But, yeah, I, I don't mind being the house that everybody stays over at because I feel like now I like having my kids at our house. Yeah, like having and your I don't kids. mind their friends coming over. Now, there's been certain situations where I've got ticked off. At the, you know, like what they were doing or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but, hey, I, I totally get it, right? They, they're way too loud, right? Oh it's like 1 a.m.
2: And you're like, dude. Like, it is bedtime. You got to settle down. Like, am I? I'm in here trying to make sweet love to your mom right now. And you kids are being loud, right? Is that how? Yeah. Wh- okay.
4: But my, no, if kids are spending the night, that ain't happening. If, um, That's true. If, what was I going to say? You, you totally <laughs> got me off of my. Do I, oh, my, my fourteen year old. He doesn't like he doesn't like spend the nights anymore. Oh, really? He okay. Said, I'm done with him. He's like we stay up too late. It's just not my thing. I'd rather just go home at like ten or eleven o'clock. What a wow.
2: responsible young adult. He's a, yes, he's already hit adult stages, That's which is great. Amazing. Yeah. He just dad. Let's just. Well, I'll because I sleep at I 10. think every
4: parent can say this. When your kid goes over for a sleepover, the next forty eight hours are miserable for that kid. Because they probably didn't go to bed till 2 a.m. or didn't go to bed at all because they were up playing video games or whatever. And so they get two hours of sleep or something, and that one day ruins the day that day because they're tired and irritable. And then they need to kind of almost oversleep, and you don't really catch up too much. And so the next day is not a great day either. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, you have a bad Sunday and a bad Sunday to try to get your kid ready for Monday school. So it's just not worth it.
2: Yeah. The, the, I try, I'm not really like super nice to the kids, but I'm not mean. I'm not a jerk to the kids, but I just, they're all like most of my, my oldest one. He's like, dad, all my friends say that you never talk to them when they're here. And I'm like, I don't, I want them to fear and respect me. I don't need them to love me because then they'll start taking advantage of stuff. I just want them to know that if that guy walks into the room I should probably go to the next room. Like that's kind of the what I want out of it. It's here. the Michael Scott effect, right? Would you rather be feared or loved? Yes. And you want to be both. I want to be loved by my kids. <laughs> Your kids? I don't want. I want them to like. They can come into the house. They can have a bed to sleep in. Somebody did suggest to make sure that I get healthy food snacks and just keep those because the kids won't want them. They'll just be like, "Ugh." I'm not and hide all the good snacks like the Rice Krispie treats and any chocolate bars or anything like that. From the two one four, Mike is totally right. Larkins are so fun on the front side, but absolutely brutal after they're done. I don't know what Larkins means.
4: I know the shortstop and the really, Barry, his son. That was a miserable draft pick for the for the Mavericks. <laughs> Great hockey
2: player named Dylan Larkin too. That's
4: a uh, par for the course for mm-hmm. a Mark Cuban led organization. Yeah.
2: Uh, from the uh, from the three zero two pops looking for some respect. It's all masking. You know, if you're going to come into my house, just be nice. Just be cordial. And the 972 zero sugar just make sure you don't have sugar in around the house and the kids won't want to stay there anymore that's that's might be the approach i i think it is for me growing up my dad would wake up on saturday morning and there would be he would always say there's half a cow and leather shoes sitting on the floor like sneakers he's like this just all you kids are size 13 and you're all like y'all are all sleeping all over the place and it's fine he was he was perfectly cool with it uh and we didn't take advantage of it you know we made sure we were nice i made sure my friends were nice to him and everything so we didn't take advantage of it or anything but now that i'm the responsible adult i'm thinking to myself what if one of these kids one of them did not in my house at somebody else's house middle of the night got up walked to the backyard, climbed the fence, and then walked home in the middle of the night at somebody else's house. Like, what are you doing? There's an adult that's supposed to be responsible, but they got to go to bed at some point. I mean, like, now you're a 14-year-old kid walking alone in the middle of the night. What are you doing right now? And I can't be responsible for that. It's
4: always tough because we have friends that they have boys. They don't have any girls. And a couple of girls, as the parents went to bed came over to the house Uh like and it's middle school yeah and so anyways the mom found out that there were two girls that walked over to their house late at night and was furious and said you leave get out go go back home and afterwards because she was so mad was like I probably should have taken them home myself, but I was <laughs> yeah, like probably. they walked over here somehow <laughs> late late at night, so I guess they could walk back to their home.
2: I, I'm thinking the same
4: way there.
5: But, like it got but here afterwards, somehow
4: afterwards, like the next day, she was like, God, maybe I should have, you know, taken them home to make sure. But
5: And she could have given the,
2: the, the backseat reaming too on the way oh, home. Oh yeah. Definitely just staring into the rear view and just <laughs> the whole time. Uh, from the, uh, from the two one four, when I was a teen, I was staying with my friend and we were too loud after bedtime. His dad came storming in, but naked. Uh, and everything was flying around all over the place. I, they didn't say whether or not, whether or not <laughs> they went back after that, because I'm probably not going back to that that dude's house no. after that. No, I'm done. Uh, my, my son, I do know at one of his friends' house, if he ever does stay the night there, the next morning the dad gives them chores. My son loves it. I'm like, you don't do chores at my house, but you'll sit here and pick up limbs out of his yard. What's going on here? It doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm just, I, I love the idea that I can have my kids here Watch and observe what's going on. I don't have to worry about some other parent trying to parent my kid either. Or, man, God forbid something bad happening to my kid while they're not around me. Uh, So I do like that. But I'm just trying to figure out if if I do want the responsibility of being the dad that has to watch all these kids in the lock-ins. All right, coming up next here on the KNC Masterpiece. DJ Moore, gonna he's going to be nice in Chicago. The Cowboys are very light at this position and just got lighter here. We do it next to the fan.
5: Selling a little or a lot. podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
6: how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage
2: Back here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan. Going to turn things over to the G-Bag Nation coming up next. But right now, Mike's in a bit of a conundrum. Uh, his favorite quarterbacks yeah. have just swapped offensive well, tackles.
4: Well, Jaguars didn't swap anything, or did they? No,
2: no, the yeah. Jaguars like, got
4: something or no? No, no, no. Yeah, no. the Jaguars just lost an offensive tackle, a starting offensive tackle.
2: Jawan Taylor has agreed to a four-year, eighty million dollar deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. He was the offensive tackle for the Jaguars. So wait a second here. <laughs> this is great news for Patrick uh, Mahomes. Yeah. Terrible news for Trevor Lawrence, unless they got a backup.
4: Yeah. So okay, Jaguars. Like we have a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> What's happening here? But Kansas City Chiefs, awesome job, man! Let's keep this uh, dynasty going. Uh, so,
2: <laughs> how does it feel to be to be like rooting for two different teams uh, yeah, regarding the same things?
4: I think I've become more of a what is it Gen Z? Oh my gosh!
2: Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three is Micah Gen Z.
4: When it comes to rooting for NFL stuff, I just root for quarterbacks. I'm not so, but in my order is Patrick Mahomes number one. But number two is Trevor Lawrence. And so now that Trevor Lawrence has lost an offensive tackle, I'm just wondering what they're going to do because they have a very special quarterback that they need to keep building around. And one of the things that you really need is an offensive line. And so... Let's see what Jacksonville does. They they exceeded expectations in his second year, so they don't have a top pick. It's not like they can now pick again another offensive lineman. Last year, it just so happened that the draft was with the first pick. They took a defensive lineman. So it's like, all right, Jaguars, what are we going to do here? How are we going to help this out? Because we can't just lose an offensive tackle and not replace them when you have a third-year stud quarterback.
2: Now, Mike, I'm, I might be wrong about this. I'm looking at a story right now. This is going into free agency. That said, that the Jaguars only projected 6.9 million, 6. million in cap space this year. Okay, so this is a this is a twenty five year old offensive lineman uh, that's uh, that he was you know figures as high as eighteen million annually. And like this is they're having to do this because of salary cap situation. I you, I didn't I thought they had more money to go throw around than they actually did. Well, I and guess. obviously
4: a lot of Cowboy fans, led by Kevin Gray, and I love Kevin Gray. He's going to be on the Get Right tonight. David Hellman will be on for I believe thirty minutes yes. or longer yes. uh, live. Is that he's like Jerry Jones? You know, will tell you it's impossible to sign big free agents when your quarterback's making as much money as he's making. But here is the Kansas City Chiefs signing an offensive lineman to a, a four-year $80 million contract, and Patrick Mahomes makes $45 million a year.
2: couple of things, Mike, that might make you feel better. They, they were paying Cam Robinson $15 million a season, and Brandon Scherf, their right guards contract, was there. Walker Little, uh, their 2021 NFL draft pick, appeared in all 17 games last year. An overall grade of 61, according to PFF. Uh, but they show he said they said he showed promise still on his rookie uh contract with the Jaguars. So maybe that's it. They're saying, hey, we have to go with the cheaper option. Juwan Taylor was just that's just part of it, man. So okay. there it is. Keep an eye on your boy Walker Little, Mike, as you go along here to protect uh Trevor Lawrence for you.
4: I'm excited to watch his career.
2: Now, I how many games will you watch? Where you say, I am only going to watch Walker Little this game. Zero. Okay. Because <laughs> w- be it's z- a team sport. There will be
4: a pretty much zero games. I just watched Tyler Smith play or whoever. Like, I am your prototypical NFL fan. I'm watching the quarterbacks. I'm watching the wide receivers. I'm watching the running
2: backs. You're watching the ball. Yes. Wherever the ball goes is probably yeah. where your eye. That's what the NFL, like, they've trained you That's that why way. I
4: said this the other day. Football's a great sport. It's the most popular sport by far. But you can't name the offensive line for the Philadelphia Eagles. You can't name the defensive line. They were just in the Super Bowl. You play them twice a year. And we can't name them. And then the Giants and Washington, you can't. Like, we we love football. But we're not going to learn. Like, it's just like, hey, nobody knows the relief pitchers in baseball. I totally get it. Guess what? Nobody knows the offensive linemen on any team except yours. We know all the offensive linemen on the Cowboys. We only know the special ones on other teams.
2: Um. From Michael Gelkin, by the way, he did point out Connor McGovern joining the Bills. uh, And despite the departure, he says, don't rule out the Cowboys starting Tyler Smith at left tackle this year. So that is still on the table for potential of like, where could he be? What are you doing there? I think that they, I mean, that's going to be... That's true,
4: then you're you really need to get a guard in this draft that you think can play immediately.
2: Unless they found one in free agency that they can think can take the role. Uh or they feel like they already have something in house maybe that they can work with there.
4: I'm gonna tell you, like the the off like we just saw Connor McGovern got what, three years twenty three? Yeah. Three years twenty three million. Connor McGovern is, if you were to put this, uh, I don't know, let's say unbelievably great, good average below average horrible as a starting player what would you put him good okay so a little above average yeah so good above average he might be
2: average yeah i'm not I, again you said what do you think you know, the most well, the cowboys are going to spend and i said 11 and, million dollars that's 11 million they weren't going to give him an 11 million dollars
4: yeah but three for 23 is like eight right i mean it's just below eight.
2: Oh yeah yeah, that's right. I'm, I am yeah, yeah. I was thinking 33. But
4: the Cowboys aren't going to spend that much money on an offensive nah. lineman. No. Nah. So if Connor McGovern, who had a good year last year, I agree with you, and it looks like he's blossoming into a guy you can count on because his first three years in the NFL you couldn't count on at all. Mm-hmm. Fourth the year, you're like, hey, I think we can count on this guy. Well, if you're going to replace him, the Cowboys are only going to pay like $3 million to like a free agent offensive guard. So what are you getting if 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 you're gonna pay less than half of what McGovern just got? What are you getting?
2: Yeah, and you know now I guess like now you got to pay a fullback too, you know because McGovern was your fullback option. I think Gosh. if you can bring back Zeke
4: on a very small contract you and turn guard? him into a guard, yeah, I think that could be a possibility. I, I think he'd be just fine with eating fifty pounds.
2: Becoming a, becoming a guard, Might be he's a little 50 he's pounds. a little undersized height wise in my okay. opinion for what I want at guard, but I see where you're going with this.
4: But fullback,
2: yeah, fullback, fullback,
4: ten pounds,
2: fullback, yeah, I think he could do that, and yeah, I I, mean, I would run that out there a lot yeah, more often. He catches the ball like a fullback. Dak's personal protector, uh, and to spell Tony Pollard because you know Tony Pollard's going to get his money now. I guess the one of the other things, Mike, that I'm kind of curious about, and I'll talk about this wide receiver thing for maybe tomorrow is have you do you keep an eye on micah parsons twitter at all micah parsons comments on everything that happens in the nfl like if there's a if it's a good player going somewhere mike is like man should have been my teammate like that's what twitter is for Micah parsons is it's him basically saying look at all this stuff that's happening what's happening for me how can i be the best version of me if I don't have all these other great tools out there as well, he's he's pointing out. Look at what the the Niners have on the defensive line, and what you know Warner can do. Fred Warner, their their linebacker. Look at what he can do because he has nobody on his legs as soon as the as the snap happens, and I'm I'm kind of curious as to. Not if it's going to affect the relationship of him staying here because they can, people keep throwing that out there on the fan text. Luca and Micah out of here forever.
4: Sean did that. You can't, once again, there's no such thing as football players leaving an organization. Sorry, it doesn't – once they start exiting their prime or whatever, it happens or you don't want to pay them the money. Yeah, and – it's they, they can never hit real free agency, so you don't have to worry about this.
2: I, I do – whenever you t- hear Jerry Jones talk about, you know, those teams, when he talks about the Deion Sanders contract, you know, you've heard him tell this story before. He went to Emmett and Michael, and he went to Troy. And he sat down with those guys and said, this is a lot of money. What do you guys think? And they said, he can help us win a Super Bowl. So Jerry said, all right, I'm going to sign this deal. And so, like, when, when that means to Jerry Jones, the, 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 the players have his ears. They probably still do. I do wonder if Micah being vocal about things would bring about any change. No.
4: Does not, it ever not, zero, in sports? Zero percent. Does it
2: ever? Does yes. that ever happen with other owners in, in baseball other and basketball?
4: Yes. I don't
2: know about hockey. But like, yes. go get me a team that I like it didn't work for trout. He, why he's never they, said anything either.
4: Lucas signed off on Kyrie being a Dallas Maverick. Luca decided, look, I'm, I'm tired. I don't like sitting the bench for six minutes. I do think Jason kid, once again, the reason he should be fired is he hasn't even messed with Lucas minutes. He still plays them 12 minutes, wears his ass out in the third quarter and plays them all 12 minutes and has never tried to do anything different. But Luca, I think going, dude, I can't even sit out for three minutes without us blowing like a six point lead and being down by three when I come back in in the fourth quarter and he saw the Kyrie opportunity, and yes, Luka complained. Tim McMahon wrote it. Mark Cuban denied it. It was true. What Tim McMahon wrote was true, and so they went and got Kyrie. It happens all the time in the NBA. How many times has LeBron said something throughout his career, and they, they tried to help out in that situation? It, it happens in the NBA so much. In MLB, a little bit, but uh, in football, no. The, the players don't have any power. They gave up all the power.
2: Yeah, and that does feel like that like I want I want him to be that difference. You know, hey, look, man, we have we have the, we have the defensive coordinator. We've We've got the the defensive talent, the players we need. We need a little bit better. Please bring us the better talent so that we can go win. I think it's all Micah wants is to win. Right. I think, obviously, the money will come at some point. Yeah. He knows He's that. He's going to
4: want the money first. But he because wants to Because you can become win. a free agent if you just want to play on one-year deals on franchise tags. Absolutely. In your eighth year or ninth year in the NFL, when you're 30 years old, you can become a free agent.
2: But, but at some point, whenever a player is realizing, dude, we're this close, we are on the cusp of being great. We need some help from you guys. We need y'all to do this. Go be great at your job so we can be great at our job. You're making money hand over fist. Go put players on this football team that can help us win and not let them be on other teams. This is why I've come way down on my Cowboys
4: fandom. You just made all the sense in the world, sounding like a a Cowboys person, fan, who wants to win. Or a player
2: even. Like, that's what, Mike
4: is going to be screaming this at some point. Yeah, but the Jones family is not in this to win a Super Bowl anymore. They did it. Jerry won three. He's cool. Jerry made the Hall of Fame five, six years ago. Jerry was executive of the year after having a bad year. And in 2016, going 12, 13, and three. And being the number, like, Jerry has everything. Jerry is worth billions upon billions of dollars. He has set up the Dallas Cowboys at probably 10 years from now, that organization will be worth on Forbes $15 billion. If when he's dead and gone, like, 10, 20 years from now. I don't know when, but if the, if when he's gone and he has no way to control things anymore, if the family wanted to sell it for $30 billion, they could probably sell the Cowboys for $30 billion and split it up three ways between his kids. Like
2: there's no, what's the motivation to win? Well, and that's, and that's the, at some point, somebody, some player has to be able to convince them somebody, Hey, Hey, we can we need your help. You gotta do this for us. Y'all have all the things. Now do this for us from the You're 806. He's the first guy that isn't a company man. He speaks his mind and is gonna apply to pressure to Steven. Whether it works or not is to be determined. I don't I don't it's a it's a difficult wall to knock down. By the way, Mike. Because you know what they'll do to use that against them? All right. I'm glad you said that, Micah Parsons agent.
4: You know what would really help us you want $33 million a year, like when he hits free agency. How about let's do a five-year deal at $100 million? Well, what, you, what, no,
2: why would I do that?
4: Well, you'd help us out. You're trying to win. You want better players. There's a salary cap in this situation. If you take $10 million less per year than what you're worth, that it allows us to go sign another $10 million player or trade for a $10 million player. Why? You You said you wanted to win, Micah. You said you wanted to win. All right.
2: I will give you the list of players that I want you to get. You have to get at least three of them with that money. Okay, but
4: first sign the contract for five years, hundred dollars And now that I've
2: signed, uh, well, you're signed. You don't have to worry about that. Mike, your Mike White uh, card might still have value. Okay. He is not have it with, anymore. Oh, it.
4: no. Why'd you do that? Because when he won that game, I gave it away to somebody at the Dallas Card Show.
2: He has agreed to terms on a two-year deal with the Dolphins. So you know he's going to get lots of playing uh, time. Uh, yeah. Because uh, unless this judo thing works out for uh, Tua. All right. Coming up next, let's chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation next on The Fan.
1: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places?
0: That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites.
2: Back here on the KNC masterpiece on one hundred five three, the fan. It is time for our chit chat with the fellows from the G Bag Nation. Brought to you by D and M Leasing, gentlemen. How is you doing? Uh, excellent, Majors. How are you? A little different whenever Kevin's not here. You got to adjust the words just a little bit. How
8: is you doing?
4: You how doing?
2: is you yeah. doing? I'm doing great, actually. Uh, Mike has uh, been rocking it and crushing it today. I'm, Mike?
4: I'm struggling just because my Jaguars lost an offensive lineman, but lost him to the Chiefs, so I'm happy for the Chiefs. How but, the uh, hell
2: did the Chiefs pay this guy? Where did they get
4: the money from? And how do
8: you spell Jaguars?
4: J A G w-i-r-e-s yeah jaguars yeah jaguars there needs to be you weren't here this last week there's going to be a basic dictionary because webster Mm, got to do his i think there should be a basic dictionary and i will correct all the things ph is totally out no such thing as ph making a fuh. that makes no sense (laughs) at all you know
2: what else what else we got here
4: There'll be you know follow Follow. no ph's no ph pH what's your wife's profession she's a doctor Okay. She's a physician. That should start with an F. <laughs> F makes the pho sound. We don't need to have any other thing make the pho sound. F is F. Are you cool with the Y making an I sound? No. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. It's all out. It's Whoever did this, Webster got his own TV show, then he makes his own dictionary, and we have to
2: follow That's it? That's not how that no. worked, by the way. Webster was not, the show was not the same. I always
9: fall down that rabbit it hole, was. too, what Webster looks like now. You know that kind of thing. You know, like you know the thing when they're uh-huh. they're child actors, and then what they look like now. Is he still with us? I probably not. I no, don't but, think but, so. But should you ask I Reggie? click on that link. Reggie.
4: Reggie's not here. Gosh dang it! Oh.
2: We need Reggie. Reg. Uh yeah, I do the same thing. I clicked click on the ball. Right. Google. <laughs> do you know who Webster is, Joey? I know of a Webster. All right, that's all he knows is of a Webster. Maybe yeah. Jeeves knows. Um, I did see this. Maybe y'all are interested in this. <laughs> Jacob DeGrom has thrown pitches. In his first outing, he struck out two and then allowed an inside-the-park home run on the backfield. Sounds like bad
8: defense to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
9: man. We've been by those backfield things. Yes, There's, It's a lot of shakiness going on yeah. in the backfield. Whenever I can see hitting the ball over there. It's kind of like Fenway Park out there. <laughs> you know?
4: Whenever your center fielder dives for a ball right at him and he misses it, you're on the mound going OS oh, because the right fielder and left fielder have to go run to the 400 foot marker to go get it. So, you know, it's just one of those things when an outfielder probably dove for a ball that was kind of hit like Adam line drive and he dives forward. And if he doesn't touch that ball and it rolls all the way to center field, you're like, we're screwed.
2: Mm-hmm. It's all over with from here on. That's so what I'm just guessing. That is happened. our Jacob DeGrom update for now. Uh, as more comes in, we'll keep you abreast. Did you ever go up inside the park, abreast.
4: Homer? I believe I did in Albuquerque.
9: What base but, do you cover? I mean, do you just you ju- run around? You, like- jo- you jog <laughs> I mean, That's a good question. You're you ju- like, oh, wait, I'm, I need to be over at second. Oh, no, wait, I got to be at third. Well, oh, know, wait, I got to be at home.
4: I never back up. I never backed up second base ever. We do yeah. it in spring training. Like, hey, we're going to work on backing up second base when I give up a hit. I'm like, no, I gave up a hit. It's a single. If our asses <laughs> can't get the ball to second base correctly, we're screwed anyways. Like, That is not my job to back up second base. I felt like it was an eyewash waste of time in spring training. Have you ever seen in professional ball a guy give up a base hit to left field and then go run behind where second base is? And we'd have to do that as a drill. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I'll back up third and I'll back up home. Those are very important because, obviously, if the ball gets in the dugout, it's two extra bases, but I was like, we're not. This backing up second is stupid. Well, there's if way you, more things. I had can
9: respect do. for the right. game, Mike. Yeah, I got to say, for <laughs> the love of the game.
4: But. but- as, Mike, if you were
9: a pitching coach in the major leagues, uh-huh. what drills did you do that you wouldn't practice, that you would stand there and say, we're not doing this?
4: We're not doing the backing up second base. Oh, I got that Waste one. I got, I got that one. I would say this. Buck Showalter had an interesting way of doing rundowns. He trusted pitchers so little <laughs> during rundowns. He drew lines with the Texas Rangers where they were about six feet away from the the baseline. Like right. if Let's say we picked off a guy at third. And I had to run at him. Yeah. I had to stop where that line was. I wasn't allowed to cross the line. And I was like, you know what I want? I want the runner to stop too. And I'm just sitting there with the ball. <laughs> and he's just standing there. And I'm just like, but Coach have, said- he has to break, right? Yeah. He has to, whichever way he breaks off of your shoulder, like you're trying to push him back to third. The best uh-huh. way is to push him back to third. Get him on your right shoulder. And if you can push him back that way, now he's not running home. And as soon as you push him back that way, give the ball up to the third baseman and let the position players mm-hmm. do the rundown. Totally get it understand. But I always thought dude, if I never cross this line and he never moves, we just stand here for an hour and a half until like he moves or what do we do here?
2: Did but he have an answer to that thing. question? Did you ever ask him? No.
4: Oh. I was a, br- I was a guy fighting for a job with number 67. Like, I, <laughs> that ain't happening. But I just thought, this is kind of silly that you won't let us cross the line. I get that at times we're not very coordinator as as athletic as the position players. But you're letting the catcher get in a rundown. He has, like, seven pounds worth of gear on and runs like he has a turd in his butt. So,
8: <laughs> so Buck Show Walter has no idea that you didn't want to do that whole backup second base thing. He thinks you probably love that drill. Well,
4: you know, nobody ever does it. The other thing, too, is have you ever watched a baseball game and Jacob DeGrom gives up a base hit to right or left field and he's running behind shortstop or like nobody does it? Like, what are we doing here? It was just like a it's like it was more of like a drill for the rest of the team, but we decided, like, you have to move too. And I'm like, yeah, I can just stand here and watch like I do in every game.
2: Baseball's not a spectator sport though, Mike.
9: Yeah, Quit standing
2: You do support and running out uh you know like ground balls and stuff, right?
4: Yeah, I would say the way that you're taught in the major leagues cuz you're playing 162 and 183 is give me 100% of what you have that day. If you if you if I know you're if I know you're in the training room and you got a hamstring, I don't need you pulling a hamstring on a routine ground ball to the shortstop. Like I I get where you're at, but if you're Bubba Thompson and you run like the wind and you hit a ground ball to the left side, dude, there's a chance you put pressure on that guy to make a bad throw, mm-hmm. you know? So I think different different things. I'd be like, I understand the 162 and 183, why at times guys don't do it.
8: How
9: do
4: you know when to yell, I got it?
9: That's a good question.
4: When the, the You can't yell, I got it, till the ball hits its peak. If you yell, "I got it," before how do you know the the ball's just been hit? Once it gets to its peak and it's going to be a higher fly ball hit by an adult, now you can call it. The other (laughs) thing too is though, obviously (laughs) that's when you can say. There's a 16 year old
9: (laughs) catcher for the (laughs) Uh Padres. You you have to say it three (laughs) times. Junior's an
4: adult. I got it's not good enough. It has to be. I got it. I got it. I got it. And that way you should be able to let the players around you know that now. I'm off of it. Sometimes guys say, take it. Coaches will sometimes say, I don't want you saying anything mm. because if there are 25, 30,000 people and he's like, I got it, I got it, I got it. And then you say, take it, take it. He might think you might be saying, I got it too. And then mm. pop up priority comes into play here. And then, you know, if you're the third baseman and the shortstop says, take it, take it, he might think you're saying, I got it, I got it. Shortstop has pop up priority over the third yeah, baseman. Does everybody, does him.
2: every player know those rules, you think? Who has priority? You, you go over them, and you
4: should. I mean, you learn those in high school. The thing that only changes is the ninth player on pop-up priority in professional ball is the pitcher. And in high school, usually your pitcher is the shortstop or the yeah, first base. your best center. athlete, so Yeah, so you're like the pop-up priority changes in high school because I want my pitcher catching the pop-up because he's probably one of my best players. Yeah. How
9: often do you not listen to the guy what base to throw to? Like it's a bunt or it's out in front of the plate, and he's yelling,
4: First, 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 and you just like you know, like you or go like, you at second,
9: yeah, like you're trying to make <laughs>
4: another play. That's a great. That's a you got to trust your catcher, but at times, if you know that, let's just say it was. I don't know who's a slow – Nate Lowe doesn't run fast. He's not no, bad wow. – he's a good base no, he, runner, he's, but he's a Great If Nate Lowe Classy, has a swinging yeah. bunt, he swings, Rude. and I get it on one hop. Yeah. And the catcher's yelling, one, one, one. I might spin to think about second, yeah. but I got to see it. Yeah. And if I see that, like, I got it, I can take a risk. But if I'm like – usually you're trusting your catcher because he sees the whole thing. Sure. But there are times where you're hoping that your catcher understands the risk-reward – of the situation.
8: Are we still calling out things in football like Peter and Oski and oh, stuff yeah. like that? Oh, oh yeah. Special oh, teams oh, yeah. for sure. yelling out yeah. Peter. Stay right? hey the hell away. Yeah. Don't touch the yeah. Peter. Mm-mm. And Oski is the interception. Right. right. Yeah.
9: Don't know why, but it is. <laughs> so we can turn and block. We're going to score. <laughs> yeah. That's
2: what I'm talking about. Oski, about. Oski, 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 baby. points on the board Yeah, all I'm at. We're getting offensive. It. So
4: who do you think the Cowboys will sign today during your show? Nobody. What they just they just lost McGovern they no, have to, to re- a spot
9: Jake McQuaid the snapper that's oh, my, they, they might resign one of their him, own though, right? you think they yeah. can afford him he's, he's the guy that got injured and we brought another snapper in and so Jake McQuaid will be your first
8: I hope he hasn't gotten too costly yeah, boys yeah. I think they might bring in Adrian Peterson <laughs> they are going to restructure Michael Gallup take that. And then do nothing. Why well,
9: did you, you see something?
8: <laughs> <laughs>
9: Is that on the Archer splash. just
8: tweet that? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, they need that money to sign the draft. Good feeling. It's just a oh, just good a feeling. prediction. Yeah, all right.
9: I like that. Like Jake that. McQuaid, that's, that's my good. prediction. First signing for the Cowboys.
2: Will Tyler Smith be your left tackle next year? Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%.
4: Who's the guard? Tyler. Tyler. Oh, sorry. I Tyler Smith
9: left guard. Tyron Smith left tackle, right? Yep. yep. That's, yeah. I'm kind of going that route I think myself. I asked
4: Tyler,
2: but I could be wrong. I'll
9: have
8: to go back. You said listen. Tyler. I did. Okay, If you, you said, said t- Tyler, then I will go, no, he will be your left guard. Your left guard. <laughs> he said Tyler. And Tyron. I think Tyron will be your starting left tackle for the first day of training camp, but then by the third day of training camp, it'll end up being Tyler Smith for the rest of the
2: year. And then we're going to replace that guard spot with a rookie. Farniak. Or... Farniak. All right. That's Hey, I like <laughs> where we're going. Fan, baby. At least we have some sort of, some sort of backup plan in place. Uh, What do you guys got coming up on the show, Graham, today? Uh, Pure
8: gold, as always. Thanks for asking. Huge day in the NFL. We'll have all the details here right out of the gates.
2: I love it. You guys have a fantastic show. I'll be listening, so be on alert. Thank you. We'll, We'll abreast you on more deGrom. I like being abreasted as well. All right, guys. That's been it for today. Until tomorrow, you've been Masterpiece. Spell Webster, Corey. Nobody knows how to do that.